Hello and welcome to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. Online marketing expert Lindsay Anderson, known internationally as One Click Lindsay, and her dedicated online marketing specialists at trafficandleads.com know that today's growing businesses thrive on targeted website traffic that converts into leads with just one click. Whether your business is struggling right now or your thriving business needs even more fuel for growth, you've come to the right place. So sit back and get ready to learn how to grow your business one click at a time. Please welcome your host of the Traffic and Leads podcast, One Click Lindsay. Good morning, everybody. It's One Click Lindsay with the Traffic and Leads podcast. Today, I have a very, very special guest. I've been so excited to interview him and I can't wait for you to hear the message he has to share. So today our guest is Mr. Anthony Lee Witt. He is the founder and creator of The Champion Entrepreneur, where he provides valuable information and resources to help individuals become the champion that deep down inside they know they are. So Anthony, he is a business coach, he runs a mastermind, and he runs an awesome podcast that everyone who is listening needs to go and subscribe to. That is called The Champion Entrepreneur Podcast. Um, He has interviewed very awesome people like Chris Brogan, John Lee Dumas, Lou Mangello, He is on fire, and if you want action steps to know how to run your business, go and subscribe to his podcast. So, Anthony, welcome to the show today. Well, Lindsay, that was a wonderful um, introduction, and I greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. Sure. So, can you tell us a little bit about The Champion Entrepreneur and the podcast and kind of your business model? Sure. Um, the champion entrepreneur itself is a creation, if I can use those words, or a manifestation of the struggles that I have. So what I found was if I struggled with something, typically, or anybody struggles with something, they typically kind of skirt around that and then it becomes a thorn for them, right? So if they struggle with marketing or if they struggle with sales or they struggle with whatever it is, they have a problem with it. So what I figured out that I struggle with is, man, I am an amazing idea person. I can come up with ideas like crazy, but I struggled with action and I thought, okay, so how do I overcome this? So I started searching. I started looking for podcasts that specifically talked about action and how you go from being motivated, inspired, driven, and, and all that stuff, passionate about what you think you're passionate about, and then doing it, right? Which is, of course, the next step. So I created the Champion Entrepreneur brand concept and principles so that, number one, I could learn from the best people in the world at taking action. You know, how do they take action consistently? And then I developed that into, so your next step, right? The next step in the learning curve, if I can use those words, is once you have that information and once you have learned how to do that, that you then begin to teach that. And so then I kind of developed into teaching and helping people take action themselves. Did that answer the question? It sure did. That sounds like a very uncomfortable place where usually we like to skirt around everything, but you wanted to dive right in. Yeah, and and by my own admission, I wasn't like that always, right? I, I, I had the trouble with, I would take maybe one action or a half an action, if I can use that, if that's even a legal <laughs> term. Um, but I wasn't being productive. I would come up with all the ideas and I would do one thing or two things and then I would be done and I'd go over here and I'd do one, two, and two things or maybe three things. And I figured that is, I, I did a lot of self-analysis and I figured that's what's holding me back. That's what's stopping me. So I dove into creating my brand to be, if I'm going to be my brand or do my brand, I have to take action. And so, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's uncomfortable when you first start, when you start 
challenging yourself in the areas where you have weaknesses, but it's extremely rewarding because that's how we get better. So is it working out for you? It is. It is. Um, you Actually, your second part of that question, I think, was my business model. Yeah. Which I really didn't quite answer. Um, but uh, it is working out for me. It's doing great. The, the, the biggest thing is, of course, continuing to take action and then to continue to go through when there's slow periods. And so my business model... Um, in a nutshell is my podcast. And so I drive everything through my podcast. So that, that includes, that's how I drive, get leads. That's how I get a lot of different things. And I drive through my podcast and I help where the finances come in currently on the podcast. Cause I, I've got a couple people that pay me for advertising. Um, but I'm not a huge, uh, massive advertiser on my show. I really just want to promote my product and services. And so that's what I do. So I use the podcast to do that. And then I help people take action through um, accountability groups, mastermind groups, um, you know, individual coaching. Those things I can do by using my podcast as a platform. Very cool. So in a previous episode on the Traffic and Leads podcast, we interviewed Jessica Rhodes. She's she's an awesome podcaster. She believes in, uh, we talked about the importance of a podcast generating more traffic and leads for your website. So when I... You know, when I got to know you and knew that you interviewed like Chris Brogan and John Lee Dumas, are you going to tell us your secret on how you got them on your podcast? I, sure. It's it's pretty much easy. You just have to ask. Oh, ouch. Um, and that's that's the action part, right? That I mean, it is I'm that scared. simple. <laughs> and, and I love Jessica. I had the privilege of meeting Jessica in person. And if I would have never, this is going to sound maybe odd. I don't know. I went to a conference. And I was able to meet Jessica in person. So Jessica and I have been able to form a relationship because we met face to face. Yeah, it's kind of the same way with some of those individuals. I went to a conference um, with actually all the individuals. I've met all the individuals you're talking about in person. Now you say, well, how do you meet all those people in person in, in one place? Well, you don't always necessarily meet them in one place, but you might meet other people. One or two of those individuals might be there. You meet someone else. Now, just meeting those people face to face does not do it right? You have to then begin to develop a relationship with them. And that relationship could be as simple as retweeting their tweet or commenting on their Facebook posts or whatever it might be, or commenting on their blogs, their content. Now you've started to get in front of them. Um, that's kind of the general way. And then you start asking, you know, how can I be of service to you? How can I help you? You're putting it out there on their terms to try to help them out. And then you can simply ask, you know, some of those people are designed and set up. Once you know the individual a little bit, you can figure out how they're designed and set up. A person like John is set up to want to do interviews on quality podcasts. So all you have to do is start the relationship and you can generally just ask and he's going to say yes. He wow. might filter you through a couple things, but he's going to generally say yes, because that's how he's set up. Other people like... Um, I'm trying to think of a good person. Um, Dan Miller. So remember you Dan Miller. Well, Dan Miller, Miller, yes, he wants to be on shows, but he does a totally different fil filtration mechanism, I guess is the correct word, or metric. And so you have to kind of get to know the people and figure out what their aim and goal is and then move through that direction. Some people's aim and goal is to be on other shows. Some people's aim and goal, they would don't have a problem being on other shows, but they want to they want to push a different product. They want to, they want to move a different direction. So you have to filter through to their VAs or to their assistants and you go through it to there. There's a lot of different kind of, kind of thinking through my head, how I, how I got all those people, but there's sometimes there's techniques. Like I use a, um, I use a search, 
I had to, I had to click on it right now myself. I use a search uh, thing called Email Hunter. Email Hunter, I can go to a website like, you know, Entrepreneur on Fire or ChrisBrogan.com and I can click in there and it'll give me all of the all of the email addresses associated with that website. It'll wow. pull them out, right? So this is a really cool, really cool um, tool. And so I've done that too. So I'll pull them out. And sometimes, sometimes what will happen is it'll find an email address that's hidden behind a curtain somewhere or behind a sales wall or something like that. That is a direct link to that person or direct link to their, their gatekeeper, you know, their VA that actually does their scheduling. And so that tool I've used quite a bit to start developing relationships. And when you develop the relationships, you can go from there. Wow. All right, folks. Anthony's giving us some really good secrets today. So take take note. So um, so on this podcast, a lot of the time we're talking about like um, online techniques and things you can do online. But Anthony, one reason I had you on the show was you tell a story and I want you to retell it about the importance of meeting people face to face and how that generates leads for your business. Can you tell us that story? Yeah. So you actually asked me to be on the show, right? You said, Hey, you want to be on my Travis leads um, show that I'm doing? And I'm like, yeah, sure. I'd love to be on your show. And then I kind of looked at your content like, man, I am not good at what she wants to talk about or I'm not super good at it. Right. What I do to develop traffics and leads, what I do to develop uh, brand awareness, uh, some people might call it expertise, influence, status, whatever you want to call that so that you can then continue the momentum ball going is I meet people offline. It's so important because here's what social media does. Social media is great to give us these loose connections. And I call them loose connections, even though we can develop good relationships there. Generally, they're just loose connections. That's all they are. And we put credence in them like they're strong, solid connections, but they're not. They're just loose connections. I don't have an aff- affiliation with, you know, person X over here that's on my LinkedIn necessarily, unless I start building the relationship specifically with them. The best, fastest, easiest way to do that is to meet them in person. So a, a lot of the different things that I did, I, I'm not exactly sure what story you're talking about, but I needed to go to a conference. I knew I needed to go to a conference because I needed to meet some people. I needed to meet some people in in person, meet some people um, face-to-face because that's where I'm best. That's where my best interaction is. That's where I actually thrive the most. I know that about myself. And, of course, that's important too. You need to know where your triggers are. Some people are very good at email copy. I'm not the best at email copy. I'm not even that good at that. So I need to meet these people face-to-face. And so I would take – I remember one conference I went to, I needed to go to, I had recently left my job. I did not quite have the inflow of cash. This is the story. It was, yeah, this is the story that you had just like took the jump from your full-time job and then like things didn't really work out. And so you were at a cash flow place. Yeah. So I was at a cash flow place. If I remember... I, I, I've been at several cash flow places in my career, I know. In life. And so like, I you want me to tell this story? <laughs> um, so, you know, I was at, I remember I was at a cash flow place at one point where I didn't have the cash flow. I didn't have the cash flow to make the, make the event. And so, um, one of the things that I did, you know, I cashed out all of my rewards. And so I was able to fly for free. Well, then I also found, you know, I didn't actually stay at the hotel that the conference was at. 
because it holds its conference ass was maybe like two or three hundred dollars, right? Well, I found one next door for a couple hundred dollars, or, or it was less than that. I think I think it was like seventy dollars, right? Okay, so you're you're staying at the in in my small little town that I grew up in, in the western suburbs of Chicago. We had this place called the Dirty Thirty. Well, I'm, I'm not staying at the Dirty Thirty necessarily, but I'm staying at places where I can save money so that I can still make the conference, right? I'm I'm packing my, I've done where I've I've brought my meals. You know, you bring peanut butter and bread. You know, that's going to sustain me enough, but I can actually still meet the people in person. I can actually still get out there. And meet so I did that at a conference and at that conference, that's actually the conference. If I remember correctly, that's where I met Jessica Rhodes, who, oh. who we mentioned earlier, right? That's where I was first able to meet John Lee Dumas face to face. I was able to meet face to face with Lou Mangello. Now I've met these people at other conferences because they generally hang out in the same circle or same sphere of influence. So that's where I met did I meet Michael Hyatt there? No, I don't think I met Michael Hyatt there. Um, but I met several individuals and I started developing the relationships. The key to being able to take this and turn it into a lead generation concept is to have a plan for what you're going to do and how you're going to meet. So I go to a conference. When I go to a conference, if the, if the conference uh, text or the conference audio, whatever is recorded, I don't attend the sessions. I might attend the keynote sessions, but I don't necessarily attend the sessions. What I do is I attend the people. So I go and meet people face to face. So, you know, if there's, okay, it's breakout session time, right? We're going to all these classes. If there's someone that I can talk to in the hallways, I'm going to talk to them in the hallways. If there's someone that I can meet, you know, at a vendor table, I'm going to go meet those people at the vendor tables, whatever it might be, because I'm developing a relationship with them. And that's what I'm spending my time on because I can go back and I can listen to that stuff on my air, you know, on the airplane on the way home. Right. Wow. I can listen to all that stuff going back. So I have a, my plan is always to meet as many people as possible and to develop what, see what their pain points are and see if there's any way that I can help them. You might say, well, that's just, you know, the whole, the whole concept of, of lead and traffic generation is to develop a system that allows you to do or receive a lot, right? A big cone of influence. You might say, well, this is a really small cone of influence. The difference about this cone of influence, you're absolutely right that it's a small cone of influence, but what it is is it's like, you know, maybe 50 different cones. So now I went from having one little cone of influence or one cone of influence that's really big because I'm doing all kinds of these, you know, SEO type stuff. And this is all good stuff, right? The web-based stuff. But what I've done is I've, I've started, I've created a bunch of little cones with person over here that I just influenced. Maybe I gave them an idea for something. So now they're going to go talk to all of their people and say, and, and this is the, this is the, the stereo, not stereo, no, sorry, that's not the right word. Um, this, the, um, this is the, the perfect scenario, right? So I go talk to this person, help this person out, or I, you know, I meet this person, I kind of tell them what I'm doing, whatever it might be. They're going to go tell all of their people and their people are going to tell their people. And of course, you have the momentum ball that goes and it gets a little bit foggier as it goes up the scale. But from that one person, they're going to tell 10 people and then those 10 people are going to 10 people. That's 100 people already, right? So that's the perfect example and perfect scenario. Well, that doesn't happen every time. But if that happens three, four, five, six times from one conference, we're well, at 1,000 people. I've just, and, and what it is is I haven't influenced 1,000 people with a paid advertisement. I do paid advertisement. Yes. You know, I do Facebook leads and stuff like that. But what I've done here is I've actually meet the per met the person in person and that, that person to person interaction, that, that person to person recommendation is extremely strong. We have, we have recommendations we get from online, right? I'll have a guy say, Hey, you should check this out. I'll probably check it out, but I'm only going to check it out 
typically, you know, this is the psychology of myself. Typically, based on the affinity or the connection I have with the person that made the recommendation. So if I can influence, you know, the person in your life that you would take a recommendation from or that you would listen to or that might guide you a certain direction, you're extremely likely to then check me out, check out my stuff and see what I'm doing. And if you're searching for a coach, for instance, or you're searching for a mastermind group to get a, be a part of, there's all kinds of them out there. And a lot of people, I, I talk to people <laughs> that have been recommended to me and I talk to them and they're like, I just don't know what to join or who to join. That's a big, scary thing. That I, who, do, who do I give my money to? I don't want to give my, you know, I don't want to get scammed, all that stuff. Well, if I can meet people in person and I can meet the person that influences them in person, that's where I'm going to get a rock solid recommendation. That's where I'm going to get a rock solid client or customer or however you want to work, you know, depending on what it is, because there has been a belief structure that's been developed through it. Yeah. I mean, those are the best leads for your business, right? Easily. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's about capitalizing on those conferences. Do, do I, I said, I don't attend the sessions. That's, that's, that's only half. You true. skip school, don't you, Anthony? Yeah, I skip school. <laughs> I do. Um, you know, if someone's going to be, you know, it's really good content or I want to meet the speaker or I want to possibly engage with the speaker to have the speaker on my show, I absolutely attend that, that breakout session or that session, right? Because then I can, the best part about this is, this is another conference tip, always have a question, right? Mm -hmm. 90% of, of, unless it's keynote time, all breakout sessions have question and answer time at the end. That's just kind of the way they're designed. Always have a question because- I can stand up and say, hey, uh, my name's Anthony Witt from the Champion Entrepreneur, and bam, here's my question. I ask my question. It doesn't have to be a killer question. Of course, you want a question that's going to create thought and create, um, you know, stimulate the knowledge base, right? But I can then, okay, the conference is over. Seven other people ask questions. I can go and find that, that speaker later on and say, hey, Jim, John, Sam, Sue, whatever your name is, you know, how's it going? You know, I'm I'm Anthony. And I asked the question. Oh yeah, I know you because there's only mm. six people that stood up, and six people is an extremely large amount. Normally, you don't have that many questions. You know, two, three, right? Because people are scared to stand up. They're scared. Going back to my brand concept, they're scared to take the action. They kind of have a question, but they don't want to look like an idiot. They kind of want a more definition on this or that, but eh, I, I figure it out. It's not a big deal. It's very uncomfortable. It's obviously. very uncomfortable because mm -hmm. it goes back to the action thing, right? So. I can now go talk to that person. I can shake that person's hand. And now I have a Chris Brogan on my show or now I have a whoever it might be on my show because I asked a question. They saw my face. They heard my brand. I shook their hand physically. They saw my face. I told them my brand. I maybe even gave them a business card. Now they know who I am. So now when I go back home, I can now call that person. I can now send information to that person. I can and talk about whatever we talked about to develop the relationship. And I can go from there to get that person on the show. So I don't necessarily skip all the sessions, but I skip a lot of sessions because I'm there to develop relationships and to build community. Now I'm what I'm thinking I heard on a podcast that like, maybe you'll take a picture with someone and like tweet it to them to like remind them. Do you do that? Yeah. Um, I do do that. I will take Does a it picture. Work? Yes, it does. Um, you can tweet it to them. I typically, what I'll do is I'll, I'll send them an email with the picture in it. Um, wow. Especially if you meet a lot of people at a conference. So what I'll do is 
I do a couple things, not to get on, not to get on my conference, whatever, but if you give me your business card and your address is on your business card and it's a three-day conference, you'll have a piece of mail from me handwritten by the time you go home. Wow. Right? Really? All I do is I take the business cards, right? So let's say I meet 50 people in a day. I think that's probably a, that's a, probably a good number and at, a, at a big conference, you know, the three-day conference or something like that. I meet 50 people, right? I've get, I get, I, you don't get 50 business cards because never everybody carries business cards anymore. They might be doing a, um, um, like an Evernote uh, email contact share or something, you know, whatever. Not everybody has a paper email or a paper card, but a lot of the people that have paper cards, about 50% of them have their address on it or, you know, business address, personal address, whatever, some type of address on it because that's eh, kind of what you put on a business card. Do we really need them? Not necessarily because we have all this digital ways to contact each other. I can send you a piece of mail digitally, whatever. But I'll go up to my room, uh, typically in the morning, you know, I like to get up early. I'll get up early and at a conference, I've already set my schedule where I don't have to do my routine stuff because I'm there to be at the conference. So I might get up at five at the conference. Yeah, maybe I'll, typically I won't work out first. I'll go and I'll sit down and take all the business cards that have addresses and I'll write them a, a handwritten note and I'll take it down to the concierge and say, hey, can you put these in the mailbox? It took me, you know, 15, 20, 30 seconds to write a note. I'll put another one of my business cards in it and send it. So when you get home from your conference, oh man, that Anthony guy that I met. Oh yeah, he's a cool guy. I remember him out of the other 150 people that I met because right, three-day conference, 50 people a day. Oh, I remember him. So that it's memorable, I'm in front of them. And so then I can send an email with the picture. And typically to, again, not to totally get onto my conference stuff, but typically what I'll do is people are visual and we're learning that more and more as we develop our marketing tactics and strategies. And so I run an audio podcast, but I always send both when I when I go to my conferences and when I when I have someone on my show, I have started this. I'll send a video thank you. So wow, I use all I do is this is simple. Anybody can do this if you're a digital person at all. Like meaning you have a computer and you do anything online, you can do this because you also have a smartphone. I take my smartphone. I have a decent background. You know, uh, it could be anything. It could be a brick wall. It could be a nice streetscape. It could be trees. I like to do trees because I live out in the country. I hold my phone up. I send them a personalized video. You can tell that it's amateur. You can tell that I just did it because I just wanted to do it. Throw it in my Google Dropbox, send it to them. So now they've gotten a personal letter, which is really simple, right? Because I was doing it in the morning because I already figured out my schedule because I'm at a conference. I'm there to be at the conference, right? Took me 30 seconds. I'm going to send them an email. Now, sometimes they're the same email, sometimes they're not. Any email with a picture or that picture, like you said, it could be on Twitter, it could be on LinkedIn, it could be on Facebook. It doesn't have to be in an email form. And then I'm going to send them a thank you email. Again, short verbiage with a little video. So now those people remember me. And now here's the important part when it comes to leads. They remember me. And when someone says, man, I just, I heard about this concept of mastermind groups. I want to be in one or I think, I think that could be cool. I'm not sure if I understand it. Hey, I got a guy you should check out. You should check out Anthony. I met him at XYZ and, or maybe you didn't meet me face to face. Maybe we, uh, we were on a podcast together or something like that, or you heard me on a podcast and then I was able to contact you, whatever. Or I, I, we connected on LinkedIn or something. You should go check out Anthony because I developed that brand awareness and I developed that, that personalness with those people. That is killer. So uh, let me revisit something you said. You said, Lindsay, when you invited me on your Traffic and Leads <laughs> podcast, you said, I didn't really, this isn't my specialty, but let me correct you. You are a master at 
generating and nurturing leads. So don't ever say that again. So this is <laughs> this is awesome info um, and very, very um, motivating. So speaking of motivating, like you are the motivation guy, right? Like um, I picture you and like you never have like a bad day. You're going to sit down at your computer and you're going to like make things happen every day. Tell, give us your best motivational speech and how you keep your motivation so high. <laughs> That's why you're on. Motivate me. <laughs> Motivate you. know, so I started my show. So when I sat down um, uh, originally and I analyzed myself, right, I analyzed where my weakness was. I said, I'm not good at taking action. So then I had to analyze, well, what's important and where am I trying to go? So I use the word success. I use the word success very loosely because – uh, not loosely, but I I let the definition of success flow based on the individual, right? Is success money? Some people it is. Is success uh, comfort? Some people it is. Is success peace of mind? Some people it is. So I kind of let that I let that definition change based on the person, right? So I sat down and said, what do I need to do or what is necessary for success? And so I would sit down and I started looking and analyzing people. And I said, there's three things that are important for success. Or I came up with three and I got stuck after three. And then I went back and I said, okay, yeah, it is these three. Okay. And then I was like, what's number four? And I didn't come up with number four. So then I, and then I'm like, it cannot be this simple, right? It cannot be this easy. So the three things are, and they rhyme. I apologize. So don't make fun List of it. Listen up and get your pens <laughs> out. Let's do this. The first thing is attitude, which is exactly what you just said. You have to have the right mindset. You have to have the right attitude. You have to be motivated. You have to be driven. You have to have a calling for what it is that you're going to do, want to do, have to do. That doesn't mean you have to love the product that you put out or whatever. Well, I eh, let me let me let me backtrack on that one. You need to love the product that you put out, but you don't have to love the industry that you're in. So you have to have the right attitude, right? The next thing you have to do is you have to take action, right? That's where that's what I'm like. That's where my problem is. I have to take action. And the third thing, and this is not in sequential order because all these things can be actually intertwined and you can start with any of these, is you have to have some form of accountability. That accountability can be web-based accountability. That can be person-to-person accountability. And, and when I say accountability, I'm talking about mentors, coaching, mastermind. Those, that's what the successful people do. You pick any definition of success. You find the people in that industry, niche, space, whatever, you know, it could be politics, it could be religion, it could be, it could be finances, it could be whatever, it doesn't matter. They have developed a coaching, mentor, mastermind, accountability type of action in their life. So it doesn't matter what order you do these in, but you need to do all these things consistently, right? So when I sat down and started my brand, I said, I want to be a con- uh, action, right? That's where I struggled. That's where I want. So I'm, you want to have people on my show, I said, you know, I'm not here to talk about motivation. We're here to talk about action, Right. Well, here's the funny thing about action or discussing action. When we sit and talk about action, we develop motivation. We develop what it is that's going for. So when we hear, and I've, I've, I've pushed back against this word, but the more I, more I do my show and the more I do my interactions, I think this is a good way to put it because we learn, but it's stories. When you hear stories from people that are taking action, what you're doing is you're not actually necessarily teaching yourself to take action. You may be giving yourself a different tool or a different way to take action, but really what you're doing is you're motivating yourself. And so I find myself, I find motivation wanes, right? It's, a, it's the motivation cup. I, I think of it as a cup and that cup has a hole in the bottom of it and that cup is continually draining. So I can have a full cup of motivation and I'm ready to conquer the world. I'm ready to be the president of the United States, whatever you want to do, right? I have that type of motivation. Guess what? In a week, a month, a year, 
It's not going to be there. You have to fill that cup up regularly and consistently. The way that I regularly and consistently fill that cup up is by surrounding myself with individuals that are at that same, that, that want that same thing. So some days they're going to be higher in the motivation. They're going to be fired up about what they're doing. They're going to be excited. They're going to be pumped. You know, they're going to be that person that just can't be quiet. And some days that's not going to be me and I'm going to need them to be in my face. So that's my, my mastermind that I'm in. That's the accountability. That's the, the coaching, the mentoring that I have, right? The other way that I continually to fill that cup up, cup up with, <laughs> I think that's, de- yeah, we're we'll going to go with that it. English. <laughs> I was going to say, that is not, that does not sound right. Um, is that I get myself, I continually learn. I continually learn from other people that are motivational. So you might think, well, I need to buy motivational books. Yes, you can do that. You know, I love them. I love me some good Zig Ziglar, right? That's great stuff. I can't always listen to it though, but I'm going to listen to other books or read other books that tell stories that are going to keep me motivated. So, you know, I just finished a book on, it's called Mindset, great book. Or, you know, you might uh, read the book, um, um, The Essentialist. Or there's, there's all kinds of books that are not designed as motivational books, but because they tell the story, they're driving you motivation. So it could be a book, it could be a podcast, it could be a blog, it could be an article, it could be a video, but you have to constantly put that in front of you because remember, there's a hole in the bottom of the cup. The cup is draining. So you have to be continually filling that cup. You might be, I'm excited, I'm pumped, I'm ready to go. I understand this principle of mindset and that I need to have the right mindset. I have the right mindset, let's go. Mm-hmm. Guess what? The cup is draining. You mm-hmm. have to continually fill that cup. That's so depressing. Just kidding. It is, de- <laughs> it, it, it is depressing or it can be depressing. But if we realize that that cup is draining, then we also realize the state that's going to come next in our mindset. We also understand that, you know what? I'm excited and pumped up right now, but eventually I'm go- that I'm going that hill is going to go down. So I need to figure out a way to keep that momentum up. For me personally, mostly it's books. You know, I listen to books. That's what I do. I listen to a lot of books. That's what I you know that that works great for me. Do I listen to podcasts? Yes, I do. I find motivational ones. And again, motivation doesn't have to be in the title for it to be a motivational podcast. It can be a podcast just like this one right here. This podcast can be the motivational tool for you, even though, you know, it's traffic and leads, as long as that's what works for you. And you figure that out. And as you figure that out, you figure out which one keeps the motivational cup the highest, the most, and frequently with with the least amount of effort. Mm -hmm. And you go from there. You know, I find that I learn a lot from webinars, but they don't motivate me, even if they're even if their content is motivational, just doesn't, eh, it kind of just doesn't do as much for me. But when I'm listening to a book that does it for me, that gives me fired up, that gets me going. So you have to figure out what that is. And that's how you keep your motivational high. And so I cannot remember what the original question was, but there you go. It was how to stay motivated. I mean, in, when people are trying to generate traffic and leads for your website, especially if you're trying to do it on your own and you don't hire that out, like it is a long-term process. It can take three to six months. There is no magic bullet, which is why this podcast looks into all the different ways to do it. But some days you'll get like, you know, 10 visitors to your website and you just want to give up even though you've been, you know, working your, your heart on it for the last you know, month. And so it's a very important topic to continually stay motivated and, and ways that you can stay motivated to continually do this for your small business. Yeah. So, 
you make a great point. So what my thought is originally when I first started my journey, I thought, okay, I'm ready to go. I don't need to go back to that content that got me to the point where I believed I could do this. That's what I can't, that's what I thought. But then I found, man, I just kept getting, like you said, getting depressed. You have a bad day. You have a bad, you know, <laughs> you don't have anybody visiting the site. For me, I don't have anybody listening to my show, whatever it is, right? You have to go back to that content. And it doesn't have to be the same content, similar content. Because if that content got you motivated, driven, passionate, got you fired up, got you pumped to do something, that is probably a key as to what's going to get your motivation going again. So like sometimes for me, it's, it's actually listening to technical jargon on podcasting or something like that, because that's what got me going first. And so I'll go back to them like, yeah, um, I, I can drive more leads this way. I'm going to, I'm going to try that little tweak on the technique that I'm already using. Well, really, it's a technical show, right? Or it's giving me technical stuff, but what it's doing is it's giving me motivation. So that's, again, it's knowing yourself and knowing what's going to drive you. That's going to, it, it sounds, uh, maybe it sounds stupid, but that's what's going to help you drive leads because you can only drive leads if you're effective and you're passionate. Uh, that's not right. You can only drive leads if you're going to be in the business and pushing the business. Like you said, if you're doing the work still, you have to be at that point. And to be at that point, you have to have the right mindset. So true. Well, um, so unfortunately, we're close to our time here, and I want to be respectful of your time. So we'll probably have you on again because I want you to talk about the importance of like systems and stuff like that. But we'll mm -hmm. we'll tackle that another day. Um, just before we finish up, can you let everybody know how to contact you, find out more about you? Sure. Uh, my website currently, or the one that I use the most, is uh, the Champion Entrepreneur Podcast dot com, which is a massively long. Thing, so don't type that. Type in tcepodcast.com. That's where all of my general content is. You can find me there, uh, daily up, uploads for the show. And, and I didn't even mention this, but that's what I use to help develop the leads is I daily put out a show. So I daily have notes. So I daily have greater SEO. Um, so tcepodcast.com. That's the champion entrepreneur podcast.com. You can shoot me a message, um, on all of the general face or general social medias, everything. I'm pretty much a L E E W I T T. So it's, you know, it's LinkedIn at a Leewit or Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or whatever it might be. Um, but you can give me a call. I give my phone number out because again, for me, it's developing the relationships. So you can give me a ring. It's 815-531-5450. Wow. Your phone number. Everyone get to texting Anthony. <laughs> so if I, here, here's what I developed, Lindsay, or I figured out, Lindsay, if I, if I hide behind a curtain, people, people won't want to engage with me as quickly or as easily. I have to put a lot more effort into this backend stuff, this stuff called SEO and all that. But if I can make myself available to people, and this is kind of, I guess, one of my tips, when I make myself available to them, when I get on a, a, like, uh, a Skype call or a Zoom call or a Google Hangout and I put my face in front of them, they're much more comfortable with me because we've developed a greater and stronger relationship. So that's why I get my number out. That's pretty awesome. That is pretty awesome. So he ended strong, ladies and gentlemen. So, well, Anthony, thank you so much for being on the show today. Well, thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. All right. Well, this is One Click Lindsay with the Traffic and Leads podcast. And uh, thanks for listening in. 
You've been listening to the Traffic and Leads podcast, featuring online marketing expert One Click Lindsay. Tune in each week to experience Lindsay's unique gift for helping entrepreneurs and small business owners accelerate the growth of their business by strategically getting them more traffic and powerful leads. To make sure you don't miss a single business building show, subscribe to this podcast at iTunes and OneClickLindsay.com. If you know someone who would benefit from more traffic and leads, please tell them about the Traffic and Leads podcast. And finally, to learn more about working with Lindsay and her dedicated team of marketing experts, please visit OneClickLindsay.com. Now go and implement what you've learned, and we'll see you next week for another episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. And remember, the solution to your slow growth is just one click away.